0: Thanks for listening to Schlaer Evans On Demand, presented by Bath Fitter. Hey guys, if you drop the ball when it comes to your bath or shower remodel, Bath Fitter doesn't just fit your bath, they fit your budget and schedule. Bath Fitter will install a tub or shower in just one day. Bath Fitter's price guarantee is a slam dunk. Bath Fitter, it just fits. Welcome to 4 Town Territory. As Stink and Mike take a look at the four biggest stories in Denver sports. Here's Slareth and Evans kicking it off with First Down. All right, happy Monday everybody. Welcome to it. Here we go. The Avalanche with a uh, mixed bag over the weekend. Uh, Four possible points out there. They only get one. They get blown out by Dallas. They lose in overtime to uh, Seattle last night. Uh, Georgiev, uh, Alexander Georgiev uh, in, in goal for both games. Kel McCarr in front of Georgie for both games. Yeah, he made some absolutely incredible saves for us. It's not fun. I mean, it's awesome when you have a goalie that can make saves like that, but it's not fun, especially for a defensive quarter when you put a guy in the spot like that to make Pat, that he has to make those amazing saves. So for us, I think all that can be minimized. But, uh, I mean, he's, he's been playing uh, incredible for us, so we just have to back him up. Mm. I'm not interested in really talking about last night's game as much as I am talking about the Dallas game on Saturday because clearly this was a you know circle the calendar type game for Dallas and they came out with playoff wow. type intensity so much more energy and just hammered the yeah. ass. So is is that is that the kind of game that gives you pause if they were to meet in the playoffs, or you just simply blow it off as? Hey, one team in the Avs banged up. It's a long season. They just want to get to the playoffs and get it on with. As, as compared to another team that was like laying in wait and ready to hammer them. One, there was. I mean, the energy level just right off the bat from the first period on. It was it was two different levels of energy that were were being. I mean, at one point the commentator on the broadcast said, "It looks like the Avs are." like skating in slush or something of that nature. It just was two different things. I'd really like to get back, by the way, to the Kraken, though, because I think that that's one of the great nicknames ever. And then I watched them yesterday, and I'm thinking to myself, are those their special Easter outfits? Because they're like pastellies. Like, who made the colors of the Kraken? That's a terrible color combination. West Coast teams tend to be a little pastelly. Dude, you got the great, the Seattle Kraken. Yeah. It doesn't get better than that. And then you decided pastels are the way to go? Not very fearsome. No. Who came up with that? Seriously. That's nerd stuff. That should be like a dark green, like a really dark forest green and maybe like a, like a, a almost metallic burgundy-ish red. Like there should the Kraken, like green Kraken with blood. Like that should that's what it should wow. be, pastel. I thought wow. we have. I thought it was like a special Easter outfit. Mark Schlereth, fashionista. Second down. I don't like it. Mm-hmm. The Nuggets coming off a exhilarating win on a Friday as they really put away the West. Uh, Memphis was in town and beat the Grizz. Came back second half and built now a six-and-a-half game lead in the Western Conference, six in the last column. It's over. They're going to be the number one seed. That's awesome. And uh, Michael Porter Jr., all in on the unselfishness, the team buy-in of this team. There's no pecking order with us. Obviously, Nicole is the head of our, you know, things run through him. But then, like, we understand that we have so many talented players, and there's not, like, Oh, this guy has to get this many shots, this guy has to get this many shots. It's like, man, like Aaron for a long time in the season, like consistently was our second best player, you know? And then like, but he doesn't mind when me or Jamal or whoever gets gets going, he doesn't mind being the fourth or fifth option. So that's what makes our team special. And we we all admire, you know, each other for that. Boy, team, it, team, team, yeah. team, 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 team. Boy, it just sounds like a repeat of Michael Malone. By the way, when he you first played that sound, I thought it was Michael Malone speaking. I think the cadence of the first sentence of that. Really, of Michael. So right, let's try the this again. Cadence let's... of the first sentence. There's no pecking order with us, obviously. Nicole. Oh, I kind of heard it too, right? I kind of heard that right. a little bit. I, that's what I thought. And then I, I don't know. That's not Michael Malone. Even even Fever almost started playing doobies. Yeah. Nuggets hosting Toronto tonight. All right. Yeah, they're just and and that's I. You put everything together. You put the the fact that Jokic has never had an all-star with him. Mm. And I, I know that that's been held against the Nuggets. I can't wait for the playoffs. So that sort of becomes their rallying cry. And the further they advance in the playoffs, hopefully all the way to the NBA Finals, now all of a sudden that'll become a reason to celebrate this team. Mm. Is because they're not a big two, a big three. Right. They are a team. They are a roster full of really good players. Now, granted, with a great player, but then the idea of a team. And and as somebody who is tired and exhausted and worn out by the way that the NBA relentlessly tries to uh, promote its individuals over team, to have a team come along right. and win the whole damn thing? I think a lot of people around this country would get on board with the the Nuggets and the way they go about their business. It'd be great to see because it has been one of those, you know, the Kyries of the world, the Hardens of the world, the Durants of the world. Gotta be over here with this guy. Gotta, you know, team up our super team over here and it it is just nauseating. Like, this is a homegrown, home-built club, for the most part. I mean, Gordon came over from somewhere else, but for the most part, it's homegrown. And I would think that as their story becomes more nationally known... Yeah. I, I think the Yeah, the folks at ESPN are gonna have to bone up on the well, Nuggets. Well, they're not so. gonna like it and they're gonna continue to promote whoever is, is is playing the nuggets, but I think that smart people will look at this team and go, I like this team. I like the way they're they're put together, I mm-hmm. like I like how they, they play together. Third down. Chris Bryant clearly Sleeping on a very comfortable bed yeah. in spring training, mid-season, he oh, was. Yeah. it to deep left. If it's fair, it's going to leave the yard, and that ball is going to be fair, long home run for Chris Bryant, and the Rockies lead one to nothing. We we understandably uh, give him grief, uh-huh. but the thing about this guy, if he's healthy, he's going to produce. Oh yeah. There's there's no question about you know if he can if if this guy can be healthy enough. And it's a huge if, but if he can be healthy enough and play 150 games, <laughs> seriously, this guy this guy could be a triple crown contender. I'm not I'm not kidding. W. You know what he's he, he, I've, the term for him? Professional hitter. That dude can hit. I mean, he can flat out hit. So if he is healthy and he can produce for 150 games, you're right. He's got the he's got the opportunity to be special. Um, is he still waiting to hit his first course Field home run? Yes. You and I have hit the same amount of home runs as a Rocky at Coors Field as Chris Bryant has. Dick shot One, two, three. Fourth down. Think of all the great quarterback battles over the years. Right, right. I mean, they roll off the tongue, right? Brady versus Manning. Elway versus Marino, Ooh. Um, Mahomes versus Allen, whatever. I'm here. Mm-hmm. Add Kyle Sloter versus Paxton Lynch. As what? Kyle Sloter and Paxton Lynch, I kid you not, squared off yesterday for their respective teams in the XFL, Ooh. and Kyle Sloter's Arlington Renegades nipped. Paxton Lynch's Orlando Guardians in a thriller 10 to 9. Oh my gosh. What a tight game. Yeah. Slower, 18 of 23, high completion percentage. Yes. For 124 yards. Beautiful. One touchdown, no picks. Yeah. Paxton gained a chance to play because the other quarterback was suspended for giving away plays to the opponent. Paxton, man. The guy's got nine <laughs> boots of football. <laughs> yeah, that's right. 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 Nine lives. The All guy right. is just nine lives. Puss and boots. <laughs> nine <laughs> times. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'll do it for four down territory. Our tour around the Denver sports scene. Coming up next, uh hey, listen, anytime you uh send a text to us that includes Calling Mark a quote loudmouth, you know I gotta read that. Oh, yeah. Bernardo. Loudmouth Mark defends himself. Next. Denver Sports Station 1043, the fan presents Schlereth and Evans. I wish I found some better sound. We always joke that when you texters uh, send in texts, that if they are opinionated and include a little bit of smart uh, snark, that always helps get to the front of the line or if you just want to flat out insult mark uh, I'm usually good with that so we were talking about right now the avs if the playoffs were to start right now they would be playing minnesota in the first round and i say bring that on because wild or mild fans as we like to call them they 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 talk a good game for a franchise that has done nothing <laughs> nothing and i consider them kind of frauds really and 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 paper tigers and we were trying to you know trying to trying to sum up who the minnesota wild are and you said well i can't they're not the raiders cuz the raiders are just so pathetic they're more like the chargers yeah yeah you know a lot of hype seem like on paper a team that should be better than they are right but they always seem to, to fall they're short. Just, yeah, a bunch of front-running frauds. Yeah, the Raiders and I. I well, no, no. The, the the wild compared to the Chargers. Right. Yeah, yeah. The, the Chargers, the I Raiders like are front runner frauds. Yeah, the, the yeah the Chargers. Even with Phillip Rivers, like they're the they're the I think they're the only team. They're the only team in NFL history to have a number one defense and a number one offense and not make the playoffs. How <laughs> how do you do that? Back in the Phillip River days, they had the number 1 rated offense and the number 1 rated defense, I believe, and didn't make the playoffs. Chargers going to charge her. Chargers going to charge her. How do you lead 27-0 in a playoff game? And lose. You're the Chargers. Chargers going to charge her. Yeah. (laughs) I'm joking. So I got this text. Evans, laugh all you want, but ask your loudmouth partner over there, when is the last time you beat the Raiders? So who's the joke? Last time I beat the Raiders, every time I played them. <laughs> He's got a point. Yeah. Well, I, I think he was talking about the collective you, the, uh, the oh, Broncos, oh. but not you, oh. loudmouth partner. All right. You, loudmouth partner. Yeah, they've been swept several times by the Raiders. Yes. Yeah. But that's that's not the point. Right. When was the last time the Raiders won a world championship? 2002. The Raiders? Oh, well, no, excuse get, me. Excuse me. They lost. You're right. They, they lost. Got, it. They they lost. It. No, no right. Right. What what are right. When was the last, last time? time? It's been 84 years. When was the last time? It, they haven't won a, champ, a world championship since the early 80s. Oh. oh. But the decade of the 60s, the decade of the 70s, the decade of the 80s. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. The team. Only team to win a championship in the 60s, the 70s, the 80s. Bum, 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 bum. Okay, <laughs> boomer. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, uh, I like that. So I would, I would do this. I would compare in the Ams division. I would compare Minnesota is the Chargers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like Winnipeg is the Raiders. Winnipeg, okay. <laughs> Winnipeg, the Jets. Okay. Raiders and Winnipeg. I'll put them in the in the same class. But uh, yeah, I like I like the Minnesota Charger combination. Yeah. Quick note to pass along. Let me ask you this. I know you haven't seen this yet, so this is this is kind of uh, fresh news. Okay. I know you love Alex Singleton. I do. I do. And you said Broncos should bring him back. Mm-hmm. Would you rather have Eric Singleton or Minnesota's Eric Kendricks? Kendricks just got released yeah. by the uh, Vikings. If you would have asked me that a year ago, I would have said Kendricks. you ask me that right now, I'll tell you Singleton. Okay, but let me ask you, new defense, Vance Joseph defense. Mm -hmm. Vance Joseph defense isn't exactly from the Vic Fangio type defense. Vic Mm -hmm. Fangio is more of a layback, sit back, keep those safeties back. We're not going to give up big plays. We're going to make you try to bleed us to death, right? Correct. And that was how Igero Ivero also had the same kind of strategy. Vance comes in here with what? More of an attacking style, right? Yes, indeed. Be prepared to give up a big play behind us, but we're going to take the fight to you. Yeah. So, as we talk about these defensive free agents for the Broncos, do they fit with what VJ wants to do? Uh, yeah. <clears throat> so, I think you have to look at it. Like, would Eric Kendricks be a good fit Man coverage wise, blitz wise, all those kind of things. Eric Kendricks is a really good football player. There's no question about it. <clears throat> and talking to Manoski, who is now our inside linebacker coach, Manu, Manu, um, really took some credit for some of the, you know, just individually saying, man, hindsight being 2020, I needed a better rotation. You know, you rely on Eric Kendricks to play all the games and. You know, to keep a guy fresh who's a little bit older. Like, I needed a better rotation. And so, like, there's nothing wrong with Eric Hendricks' linebacking skills. Eric Hendricks can play. He's a good player. Don't get me wrong. Um And he'd be a nice, you know, he'd be one of those nice additions. I don't know that you go that. I don't know that you. I don't know that he'd be a guy, based on where he is right now in his career, that you want to overpay to play that position. Like, is he that much better than Josie Jewell or. I would say no. But when it comes to defensive players, does changing the style of the defense from, let's say, a Vic Fangio style to a Vance Joseph style, do you have to change over your personnel? You hear that a lot on offense. Mm -hmm. You don't have the offensive line to run this, this scheme. Right. What about defensively? Are these guys, hey, they can play whatever defense, or do they yeah. have to kind of specifically fit? I think there are certain positions that you need a fit. Certain guys that can play multiple positions, certain guys that can't. Certain guys that can play style, certain guys can't. Um, when it comes to defense, there's a big difference between playing the 3-4 style of defense that you play in today's game, which is really a five-man front a lot of times, versus um, you know the Pittsburgh's 3-4 style back in the day or um, a 4-3 where those defensive ends are true defensive ends and not hybrid players so to answer your question there are certain guys who can play in any defense and there are certain guys that are specific to a certain style of defense and so that's going to be one of those things you have to kind of parse out based upon who you have on your roster and how that guy fits into what you want to do. So you still would rather bring back Alex Singleton? Oh yeah, okay. I would, and I think he'd be cheaper. I think not only cheaper, but I just think he, at this point in his career, he's a better player. Combination and tear, yeah. A combination of Alex Singleton and Josie Jewell did uh, all right. I thought last year. Let's let's bring him back. Give him another give him another shot. Coming up in what's trending: George Carl proves that no matter how long you've been away from college, the rivalries still matter. Travis Kelsey on SNL. What'd you think? And I'm normally not in favor of uh, movie remakes, but this one looks like it could be really good. Details next. Here's Schlereth and Evans with What's Trending right now. Proof that no matter how old you get, you never really lose those college ties and those college rivalries and the... Uh, The the pride you feel in the big wins and the anger that you feel after the big losses. So, George Carl, of course, was a terrific player at North Carolina. Yes. North Carolina Duke over the weekend. And Duke beat North Carolina again to sweep the season series. George Carl took to Twitter that night and said, Duke, spelled D-O-O-K, Duke fans are way too mouthy tonight. UNC literally spoiled Mike's final home game and last game ever in the damn Final Four. Their fans and players should be on probation from any bleep talking for the next decade following that 2022 shaming. I love it. You and here the same age. You can appreciate that. (laughs) Mark, you and I are about the same age. (laughs) Such a jerk. (laughs) Such an incredible jerk. Yeah. Yeah, I do love that, though. Isn't that great? Yeah. I don't care how old you get. And forget it. Forget what happened this year. Forget the sweep this year. Right. They send Coach they, K out. Coach yeah. After a beatdown like that, Coach K, K, K's hair may go gray. <laughs> right? <laughs> right. Yeah. So, I love it. I'm here for that. I love that mm-hmm. stuff. That's what college rivalries is all about. <whistles> Travis Kelsey hosted Saturday Night Live. Did you watch? No, I did not watch. All right, maybe you should have. I don't know if you heard about this. Now, you gotta, you gotta tell me if this was true. This isn't my first time hosting a TV show. I actually had my own dating show on E called Catching Kelsey. Uh, it was kind of like The Bachelor, uh, except instead of roses, I handed out footballs, and instead of watching, people did not. <laughs> Which was uh, a little embarrassing, but I have to say I got pretty good at reality TV. Like, check this one out. What do we name this? Stanley. Stanley. (laughs) Avery is hysterical. (laughs) That was your daughter. Yeah.
1: Okay, your daughter. My daughter debuted on Saturday. She was on Saturday
0: Night Live Mm -hmm. Saturday. Yeah, gigantic. You should check it out. Oh, I see. she sent me the clip. Oh, okay. You so you knew she sent me. The clip. You knew. Yeah. I was wondering. <laughs> actually, he had a, he had a good. Travis was actually had a, a funny line at the end of that whole thing. The peacock line. Yeah, the peacock. Yeah. line. yeah. I thought that was. I thought that part was was really. I know very good. it's. I know it's Travis Kelsey, chief and all that stuff. Yeah. I gotta say. He was pretty good. He did Well, the monologue that he I was watched, the whole monologue was good. Was, he was funny. Yeah, I didn't see any of the show. Did you yeah, see the, any of the show? The show was, he had, he had some really good, he was good. He in, in fact, out of all the ex-athletes I've seen that have popped on to do Saturday Night uh-huh. Live, only Peyton was better in my estimation. Peyton was, the, the commercial they did where Peyton Manning is coaching the little <laughs> United kids. Yeah. That was hilarious, but yeah, that was your daughter. It's funny too because I was I'm watching it. I even re, I rewinded it. I'm mm-hmm. like, is that Avery? I thought, yeah. I'm not sure. So then this is what I did during the show. I googled who were the contestants on Catching Kelsey. Yeah, and she was the only Avery. So mm-hmm. there you go. So there she was. There you go. There you made go. her Saturday Night Live debut. Yeah. Good yeah. for you. You must be such a proud yeah. papa. Yeah, big count. Third <laughs> down. Third <laughs> down. Uh, Domita Petco. Remember him? Mm-hmm. Former Bronco? Mm-hmm. Well, his father-in-law sold uh, a ticket that was one of the the huge, like, billion-dollar right. lotteries. Right. He sold t- the ticket, and as a result, he gets a big chunk of money as well. Well, uh, he got a million bucks. And what he did was he turned around and gave $100,000 to all of his grandkids. Every one awesome. of his grandkids got a hundred thousand dollars. Good for him. Huge. Yes. That's big time. I'd like to think as a if I win when, when I become a grandpa, mm-hmm. a popo, yeah, that I would do that if I sure enjoy that kind would. of uh, riches. Sure. Yeah. Of course you would. Good for him. Well, Domito's a good dude. Yeah, good guy. Good guy. Okay, Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah. Did you see this over the weekend? So UFC, what's going on this weekend, he's starring in a Roadhouse remake about an ex-UFC star who kind of washes out and becomes a bouncer in the Florida Keys. Well, they filmed uh, part of the scenes in the movie during the UFC event. Yeah. They did weigh-ins. They did actual fight scenes. And let me tell you, Gillen, Jay Gyllenhaal looks great. Wow. The challenger, Elwood Dalton, you guys getting into it a little bit. Did you expect yeah. it to get that contentious? I can't even believe I trained six weeks for this. Shit, to fight this piece of. Shit. Just give me the belt now. Come on. Man. Let's go. There he is, folks. Your title challenger, Elwood Dalton. Elwood Dalton. Elwood Dalton. I hear this. This is this is this is, this is get, I'm getting a little goose pimples right yeah. now. Is this. Relation is this like? Did we ever find out what Dalton's first name was in the original one? I'm assuming it was Elwood Dalton. Well, was it Elwood Dalton, or is this like his? This, is this like his son? I don't know. I don't know. I'm still trying to piece together the the plot line. Although here. Jake Gyllenhaal was he yoked. is yoked, he yoked up, he is yoked. Yeah can't imagine the training that went into in for that it looks awesome how do you what? feel about a roadhouse remake how do you feel about ream I'm not normally a big fan of remakes but uh, 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 and, uh, uh, this one intrigues me yeah yeah This intrigues me it, yeah I am I am color me curious yeah <laughs> right yes so anyway, you can check that out. Kind of giving away some of the plot line by the way. It was like, you know, he knocked out the guy, so but well, yeah. I know one thing. He didn't have to worry about low testosterone. No. Not at all. Tell you what. His T levels are just his fine. T levels are may have been enhanced. <laughs> yeah. What are you implying there, Mark? That'll do it for uh, what is trending. You want to react to any of that, you can on the Ramoslaw.com text line, 303-713-1043. As we uh, move along here, a couple questions I want to ask after the weekend that was. One, are the Avs, in your opinion, set up to make another Stanley Cup run? And are the Nuggets peaking too early? That's next. i tell you what. You don't want Sandy and Jake Gyllenhaal rooming together. (laughs) Out ah! loosen up those joints and muscles. It's time for your seven forty-five stretch. Here's Schlereth and Evans with the biggest story in Denver sports. I have some good text I want to get to here in a second. Some interesting points made that maybe you don't want to hear, but. I'm going I'm to bring them up because the textures brought it up, and I, I think it is a decent point. But first, a quick follow up on the Roadhouse remake starring uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. Mm-hmm. Is it Gyllenhaal or Gyllenhaal? Gil- Gyllenhaal? Gyllenhaal. Gyllenhaal. Jake Gyllenhaal. So, uh, in the original Roadhouse. Not Gyllenhaal. I know with a G. The G is like a J. Gyllenhaal. Gyllenhaal. Okay. Uh-huh. Like Lajala. Yes, like. He uh, he spends a lot of time in (laughs) La Jolla. So the original Roadhouse had Patrick Swayze as John Dalton. John Dalton. This one is Edwin Dalton. Edwin. Edwin. So maybe it's not just a just maybe it's not a remake. Hmm. You know, maybe there's some connection between John Dalton Uh and this dude. Edwin Dalton, played by Jake Gyllenhaal. Anyway, I asked the question: Are the remakes ever as good as the first one? This is intriguing, but but let's let's be clear: it's got a long way to go to meet and surpass <laughs> the remake of Red Dawn. Uh. <laughs> Thirty seconds left. Just get us in field goal, range. Come on, kid. Uh, you're clever. Come on you're clever. You Cowboys. I really the whole remake. I, I didn't I didn't see Cowboys. that coming. You didn't see that coming? No, no. I, I really didn't. Lead your team nine! You gotta stop the clock! Field goal, Archer. Come on, let me go for it! Like, you know sport. what, this, this is, is everything you want in a coach. In all seriousness, I had more coaching experience than Jeff Saturday. Yes, you did. I'd say more than Nathaniel Hackett, too. <laughs> 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 yeah. You came across in that thirty seconds, right? More coach-like mm-hmm. than Nathaniel Hackett ever came across. Yeah, dare That's I all say, about Russ? Dare I say there was a certain Rosbergian quality about you? There Ellen. was Rosbergian <laughs> quality. I'll take that. I'll take that. One and one. So, uh, just a couple of quick notes about this uh, roadhouse remake. Mm-hmm. Uh, does not appear as original cast members Kelly Lynch and Sam Elliott will be in it. So, who is Kelly Lynch? Was she the Dalton's love interest? Yes, the the long blonde haired girl. Yes. Hmm. So, there and then the, and then Sam Elliott. And just Sam the, Elliott. You should cast him just for his voice alone. You know, in anything, like he should be in every movie, just because of his voice. It's iconic. It is iconic. Remember when he used to do the beef commercials? Beef. Oh man. I mean you want to eat beef. I'd start to sweat. <laughs> when he'd talk. That's Wait funny. a minute, hold on. There's a mistake there. What? In this piece I'm reading. Didn't Sam Elliott's character die? I hope I'm not giving away any uh spoiler alerts, but Did he? He died in the in the in the uh Roadhouse, the original Roadhouse. I know if he died, nobody was there to see it because there were no cops there. there no, no cops. No, there was true. zero cops until no. the very end. like, what no, the boys. hell happened here? <laughs> Nothing. That bear fell on somebody. <laughs> okay, I guess that hey you Our work is stuff done stuff here. Yeah, bear. That was <laughs> stuffed bear. That, was great. that yeah, was great. I guess our work is done here. Oh. Let's go to the donut shop, boys. <laughs> Uh, On the text line, you guys comparing the Minnesota Wild to the Chargers, I got a better one. The Minnesota Wild or the Denver Nuggets? Ooh, that one stings. Ooh. But there is some truth to that. You could make that comparison. Regular season, a lot of good regular seasons, no real playoff success. A lot of times, W. Tonight, it didn't happen. Are the Nuggets the Minnesota Wild? Okay, let me ask Of the NBA? Let me ask you this, though. With the Nuggets, regular season success because why? Because they were a great team or because they played in Denver? Have the Nuggets ever really had, like legitimately, even in the mellow days, did they really have legitimate two superstars? Well, the year they went to the Western Conference Finals and lost to the Lakers, they had they had Chauncey Billups that year playing at an exceptionally, yeah, exceptionally high level. Okay, one. You gave me one example. But as far as two on the same team, no, Nicholas skeetish he doesn't count. No, no, no. No, 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 no. No, no. In fact, that team that went to the Western Conference Finals, the Thuggets. Remember, they just yeah. they, they really embraced defense that yeah. year, and they beat people up. And yeah. but that was that was a team. That was a that yeah. was a team. That was kind of like this year's team. A, a, a all star, a star. I'm not going to call Mello a superstar. Jokic is a superstar. Mello wasn't a superstar, but star, sure. But but <laughs> you had you had. You know, that one identifiable player, and then everyone else really filled roles really well. And it right. got them to the Western Conference line. Do you know the Nuggets' record for most wins in a season is 54? Okay. They have, right now, 45. With so, 18 left with to go. With 18 left to go. So they need to go, what, uh, 10 and 8. Oh, they'll do that. So they're going to set an all-time franchise record for most wins in a season. Excuse me, I'm sorry, 57 is their uh, season, uh, re- regular season. 2012- 2013 season. With George Carl. Yeah, I don't think they're going to break that. Well, wait a minute now, so that's what? 57? To match, you, you, you have to win 12. 18 games, we said left? Yeah. So they have to go 12-6 and 6 to match it. 13-5 and 5 to surpass it. You don't think they go 13-5? I know they're going to take a few games off here and there, load management. But All right, that's what I'm. I don't know. This team is locked in. This team is locked in right now. I don't see I this team. That. But thirteen and five down the stretch, where you where you've got a six six and a half game lead, and you can rest them. Yeah, you're 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 especially last week of the season or whatever. I mean, you don't want to go completely off, but you know what I'm saying. Although last year's Avalanche team, remember how they finished up at the regular season? I think uh, I heard Stokely. My concern meter is an eleven out of ten. I'm like Stoke, relax. it will be fine. Oh yeah, how they they relax. basically? I still give him grief about that. Shut him down. I don't know, man. I had thirteen going thirteen and five. That's a. I think that's a pretty tall task. By the way, Sam Elliott did this say he died in the original, stabbed on the bar top. Yeah, he did. That's why I think the story I was reading was erroneous. I think he was only mostly dead. (laughs) Which means he was still partly alive. Oh, so you're saying this could be like a soap opera type thing. Yes. Yes. They thought he was dead. Can't wait from DJ. Can't wait to hear Evans keep telling us how everything's fine, nothing to worry about with the Avs. (laughs) Well, define everything is fine. When it comes to them winning the West again, I think everything is fine. Even with the issues. The question is, did they do enough at the trade deadline to win the Stanley Cup again? And that's where I think they are really rolling the dice. They're rolling the dice that JT Confer is going to be able to replace and equal or surpass what they got from Nazem Kadri last year. As that second line center. Okay. Tall order. And they're counting on Gabe Landiscott coming back and being Gabe despite not having played hockey this entire season. Now, you also have to make sure you get everybody back healthy. That goes without saying. But, Mark, this is the question I ask. If everybody's healthy, did, did are the Avs set up to win another Stanley Cup with what they did up to up, up the trade deadline? If everybody's healthy, meaning Gabe. Gabe needs to be Gabe. Gabe needs to be Gabe. What I say the other day? He can't be Labe Gandiscog. No. He needs to be Gabe Landeskog. Correct. He cannot be Labe. No. <laughs> he's Labe. he's Labe, trouble. we're in trouble. Boy, it's a big risk. Mm-hmm. It's a big risk. They did not want to part with their first-round pick this year. As our uh, very old Matt Smith correctly pointed out, only 2.4%... Of the players drafted after where the Avalanche are projected to pick right now, Mm -hmm. make it to the NHL. So you're telling me there's a chance? So they don't want to. They don't want to give up a pick that has a historically low, 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 low chance of being being an NHL player. Not not becoming a star, but just being an an NHL player. Yes. Boy, I hope that. I hope that wasn't the reason that they didn't go out and make a big move at the trade deadline. So why? I hope it wasn't. Wow, I mean, we've been giving away too many of our picks. F the picks. Why even? If you picking that low, why? Why even have those picks? Exactly. Exactly. What good? What good do those picks do you? You put them down on the minors and and you, you know, play well on a couple of minor league teams. I mean, I understand you're you're trying to develop and create feeders, but that doesn't sound like very good odds to me. Two point four percent. Ah, people bring it up. What about when Mello and AI were together? All right, that's a fair one. Yeah. Mello and Iverson, yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Iverson was still a really good player when he when he came over. Iverson. He bought. He bought in. He bought in. Iverson for a while. I mean, he didn't not going to practice. It's practice. We're talking about practice. It's practice. Right. Not a game. We're talking game. about practice. Not a game. Not a game. We're talking about practice. <laughs> that Someday we're going to have to do, during the summer when there's nothing going on, we're going to have to do the Mount Rushmore of Rants. Oh. Right? Yeah. Who go, Who goes up there? Is it, is it AI? Is it Denny Green? It ain't in Oh, is it Dan Hawkins? Mm. Oh. It ain't in murals. Is it Jim Mora? Is it Mike Gundy? Playoffs. Mike Gundy, huh? (laughs) Man, there have been some good, good ones. The good Dicka. I don't know. Could Dicka have a big rant? Oh, Dicka had a good one. Dicka had a good one. One of the more underrated ones is uh, old Royals manager Hal McRae. Had a great one. Did he? Oh, it's a great one. Fantastic. Now got me. I'm thinking about just awesome rant. Remember when Tommy Lasorda had a great one when he was trying to pull somebody off the Oh, bounce, I saw that right? one in the World yeah, Series. Yeah, in yeah, the World yeah. Series. Can't remember exactly who that was. Sometimes W. Tommy was great. Tommy it didn't happen. Tommy got the, uh, what was it the Montreal Expo mascot? Thrown out of, a, out of the game. Right. It's was the best. They don't make managers like that anymore. Sorry, bud. Hey, uh, Superbook Sports presenting the Denver Sports 5K Bracket Challenge. Yeah, this weekend is Conference Tournament Week. Then Selection Sunday, and then here we go. Next week at this time, we'll be uh, filling out those brackets. Can't wait. The winner of each round receives Tickets. To every concert at Cheyenne Frontier Days, the grand prize winner takes home $5,000. It's all powered by Xfinity, 10G, Phil Long Ford, and Twin Peaks. Register now. Get your friends or your office pool all signed up too. Sign up at denversports.com slash bracket. When your team is in hot water and you need a break from the play-by-play, Bath Fitter can install your tub or shower in just one day. And just like a coach, Bath Fitter is in your corner offering a watertight, seamless wall. A design consultant will take accurate measurements of your tub or shower and recommend the products that fit your budget. Bath Fitter has special financing available with no money down and no interest for up to five years. Now that's a game changer. Visit BathFitter.com to book your in-home consultation. Bath Fitter, it just fits.